0: We are back. Welcome to another edition of Killinoi with Bird and Cam. This is Bird and is always with me. Cam. Cam, how are we doing, sweetheart?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Yeah. So I had a to celebrated today. So that was great.
0: There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, yes, yeah, so <laughs> tomorrow is, if you guys are listening, you guys might be listening to this on Valentine. So if this is from a from a fucked up hopeless romantic uh happy valentine's day to everybody and also happy 91st anniversary of the St. valentine's day massacre uh which you can't find up so we did which you can't find on the archives on uh our facebook page or wherever you listen to podcasts um yeah we
1: also, also it's my grandparents anniversary so oh, man. That, it was like what was it Probably like six, 60
0: something. I've lost track, but Jesus. it's their anniversary too. So, oh man, OGs, oh, OGs. Oh, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um, we have another Danny. Like I said, this, uh, we were trying to record, um, this episode a week ago. You know, we a lot of uh, crazy stuff. You know, the circumstances out of our control that that got in the way. But you know, all's well it ends well. As I always say, I am happy to. Break bread and shoot it up as always with my podcast partner in crime. Um, we got a dandy for you guys tonight. Um, this was a case that was very, it it happened a few years ago, but I mean, as when we uh did the um promotions to it uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week on Facebook, it got a lot of you know, um, divisive comments, and it's that of the uh controversial, if you will, death of Kanika Jenkins, uh, 2017, and I remember before, you know, before we get into the, to meat and potatoes we're talking about, of the, I mean, of the, of our research, I remember when it first happened, like, it just blew up, like, we, like, it's kind of like what it is with, like, fucking the brooms, right? How, how everybody's talking about brooms and, like, that's nothing. That's what. That's all you saw on the timeline. In a sense, everybody.
1: The it's not gravity. The, the it's not gravity. God
0: damn it! But like what we're saying is to illustrate the point is like you cannot. It was everywhere on social media. You could not escape it, whether it was on Facebook or it was on Twitter, IG, Snapchat, YouTube. Yeah. It was everywhere, and it seemed as if everyone had, uh, an opinion, everybody was being fucking Perry Mason, and again, you had, uh, and there was some truth, you know, to that, it was very compelling aspects of what led up to, uh, the death of Kanika Jenkins, because let's face it, it's not every day where you see a 19-year-old woman found, frozen to death in a freezer, uh-huh. It's just something that you do not see in this day and age. So when you see something like that, it's going to be one of those, like, oh, man, there's more to it. And I mean, I remember when I first saw it, and this was well before we started doing the podcast. And I remember around that time, that's when I started list- you know, I started going back up to, uh, I was back in my Unsolved Mysteries phase. And this was a. this was like a story. I've always thought that was tailor-made to when they did the segments on Unexplained stuff where, okay, the um, P, uh, the official ruling was so-and-so, but there is just a lot, in, in the eyes of many, there are a lot that more saw the eye to, that this was something more sinister. And I think over the next hour or so, we'll cover those bases, and then we'll get to our, our rulings of what we think happened. But... Um, and I to say from my perspective, what I, how I thought, how everything acid was, you know, going and pertaining to and continuous left, but let's say you can.
1: Well, I'm, ex- I'm really excited for this. So I do, I, like you were stating earlier, everyone does have an opinion on this, um, which, you know, again, is allowed. Um, but do remember that everything that we, um, kind of talk about and review in this podcast uh, medical wise, information wise, death wise is just information we find from the internet, uh, mm-hmm. news articles, police reports, things of that nature. Oh, yeah. Um, we are here to do our job and that's to report. If there is anything for any reason that is wrong, that doesn't seem right, that you want to, um, give your opinion on, just let us know on Illinois with Bird and Cam on Facebook. Um. We respond very quickly and we do have a lot of different thoughts on this. You know, now that the world is connected by the internet, you know, 101 conspiracy theories can come Mm -hmm. out
0: from this. Yeah. And, And as I say, I think one of these things is when we do push this out, feel free to, to, you know, voice your comments on what you think happened. I think, you know, at the end of the day, uh nobody knows what happened except for i guess you know the person who would know is no longer with us unfortunately so that's that's the truth of the matter and i guess our what we can do is just speculate using what we've researched and what is known exactly
1: so, and you know again we'd love to pe- hear people's opinions so
0: yeah all right without further ado cam are you ready to do the damn thing
1: I'm ready to do the damn thing.
0: All right. So our story starts in the early morning hours of September 9th, 2017. Um, 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins and her friends arrive at the Crown Plaza O'Hare Hotel in Rosemont, Illinois for a birthday party for friend Irene Roberts. Now, by all accounts, Kanika, who was from the Lawndale neighborhood on Chicago's west side was described as an outgoing, bright young woman full of positivity who was, in fact, inspiring to be a nurse and was, in fact, planning to start nursing school. Now, according to the Chicago Tribune and the guys, um, I extremely recommend you guys. They really covered this uh, tooth and nail of in, in fine, you know, D10 fine. You know, it, it's very, very, very recommendable that you guys check it out um so anyway so the group was originally going to a movie but they decided a group of kanika and her friends but they decided in favor of this hotel party and before before we started uh, recording cam you mentioned because i've never did a hotel party and this is somebody who's lived in chicago's life and like i really wasn't in part of the party scene until i went to springfield but like kind of just give me a a glimpse of like what a hotel party is to those who are listening like what the fuck is that or
1: just kind of brush up on it. it 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 honestly ranges depending on the people you're with it could be 10 people in a hotel room it could be 50 people in the hotel room it could be 100 it could and usually the bathtub is filled with ice and booze and there's parties and I'm believe you know back when we were in high school we still had the ipod and the deck and everything and mm-hmm. it was a fun time it you know there's a couple towns a little out further than where i'm from and they're a little more farmer like and man those people go hard but i've also been to hotel parties in rosemont as well where this occurred and
0: in that same hotel
1: no no not the same hotel but around the same area Got and it. I like to go wander. I, especially when I was a teenager, you know, in high school and college, like I'm going to go do things when I'm drunk. I'm a wanderer. I'm going to go all over the place. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to be obnoxious. So Mm -hmm. all of this sounds like this whole story sounds like things that I would do.
0: Right. So, um, in a statement, the friends would later tell police that on the way to the hotel, they stopped to the pick up, among other things, a bottle of Hennessy, uh, energy drinks, and some marijuana. Now, people may question why truck all the way from the city to the suburbs to turn up. It's unfunctioning. Now, from personal experience, the few times that I did go out, again, I really wasn't that much in a party scene in Chicago as opposed to Springfield. But the few times that I did go out and knowing friends and family who do more than me, it's kind of like that general rule of thumbs that if you're going to a house party in the city, you tend to find there's more police presence, rather right or wrong, and the notion to have a party at a hotel downtown where management guidelines are more stricter and expensive – and might be simply more convenient on all fronts to go to a place like Rosemont.
1: And Rosemont too is definitely a, I guess you could say kind of a, a booming area because it is right by the O'Hare airport. Right. So there's, a of, there's a lot of hotels and there's, there's different types of bars there and there's, you know, smaller concert halls and things where people play music. And a lot of the people actually do go to Rosemont to party and go out, especially probably people in their earlier 20s as well, probably between, you know, 20, 25. And to this day, I would still go to Rosemont as well. Um, But back to Kanika and her friends, about 20 minutes after they arrived to the hotel, a Facebook live video appears and it showed the party in a ninth floor hotel room. And this video actually would be a pivotal occurrence as it would lead to all the scrutiny for which we'll pretty much discuss later on. At 2.17 a.m., Jenkins posted a video on Snapchat and it actually appears to show her in a hotel bathroom.
0: So about an hour later between 3.20 to uh, 3.25 a.m., right before the party is winding down, uh, there's another Facebook Live video and, yeah, it shows people drinking, talking to one or another, dancing. In the middle of the all, there's Nika, aside from the fact that uh, she's very visibly drunk. You know, there's nothing out of the ordinary. You see that video, it's just like, you know, people just having, you know, they're in their bag. They're turning up. They're having, you know, good time. It's like nothing. You don't see anything that's just running amiss. Like, that's not, it's, 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 it's nothing different to when we used to party.
1: Yeah, and the good thing about our parties in college were we were all we all knew each other. Yep. So nobody ever was fighting, nobody was ever not getting along, and that's pretty much how this video kind of seemed. Everybody was having a good time, you know, mm-hmm. there was no hostility, none of that. Yeah. So as you were saying, around this time about 3.25, the party pretty much wrapped up. Everyone was fixing to leave, and Kanika recognized that She's actually missing some stuff, namely her phone. So she stands in the hallway by ninth floor elevator while her friends go back to the room to look for her belongings. And this is according to a police report. And at this time, all of a sudden, Kanika was gone. Now, according to police interrogations, a friend said it took about 10 to 15 minutes when they returned to the hallway. She was nowhere to be seen. Drunk people that I know, especially when they're having a good time, they like to wander. They want to find another place to hang out, to party. Mm-hmm. So- at this time, uh, the hotel surveillance video actually caught Kanika Jenkins staggering around the hotel by herself. And this was at 3.28 a.m. Then she actually came across an empty kitchen. But then goes back uh, through the hallway a minute later. It's clearly evident in this surveillance that she's intoxicated, as she's bumping into walls and running into the stair railing. There really doesn't appear to be anyone else around this time frame that is shown in these surveillance cameras, other than Kanika. At 3.32 a.m., she reappears back into the kitchen, but then she disappears around a corner and she's never seen alive again.
0: So, about 30 minutes, so now, yep, yeah, so about 30 minutes later, uh, Kanika's friend calls her mother to ask if, uh, she arrived home and let her know, no, the mother asked if she arrived and um, pretty much let her know that Kanika cannot be found in the hotel, so then, an hour later, Kanika's friend goes to, uh, Kanika's house with her mother's car, um, to go back to the hospital, I mean, got back to the hotel, and they pretty much tell the family that they lost Kanika at the hotel and they left after searching for her. So they head back and they get into contact with police. And they asked to view surveillance videos and are not are shown the video of Jenkins entering the hotel. Now police also checked room 926 where the party took place. Um, and again, they found them nothing suspicious alongside a nearby stairwell where the party was stairwell where the party was uh being held also and the hotel staff continues to review surveillance videos and the officers leaving the hotel but they say if there's any new information to give them a call
1: and so at this time it's about a few minutes past midnight on september 10th and by this point, the hotel staff have combed over and over the surveillance video and was finally able to pinpoint that Kanika's last whereabouts placed her in the vicinity of an empty kitchen. A hotel staffer actually walks to the area, searches around, and then pulls the lever of the walk-in freezer, primarily where food of large quantities are stored. And there, there he makes the horrific discovery. Kanika Jenkins. The staffer immediately calls police, and from the surveillance video, this is what pretty much transpires next. 301 oh, fuck. 301. Everything 10-4? Negative. I have that uh, subject in the kitchen in a freezer. She is frozen solid
0: so um if you what you can hear there was the actual um police uh calling for you know to pretty much call this in that they found Kanika Jenkins dead, and that was the actual uh from the rosemont police department um and I mean you see it from the the reaction from this police officer i mean just to just that state of shock i mean almost that oh,
1: surprised.
0: yeah. In fact, that she so, was frozen solid. I mean, in a freezer. Like, what... This just is... 24 hours. Yeah, this was just on the bazaar, the, the macabre. I hope I said that right, but, like, you don't see, I said in the beginning of the episode, you don't see shit like that. Somebody being found frozen to death.
1: It's, uh, we've mentioned this before, it's an odd... You know, before we discovered anything, you know, any evidence behind it, it's just an odd way to die or kill someone. It's just a very peculiar way.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And after, if you heard in that audio, uh, the police officer mentioned that they found the subject. Mm -hmm. And that subject, like we were saying earlier, was Kanika Jenkins. Right. And she was lying on her side with her face down. And at 12:48, a paramedic found no cardiac activity, and uh, like you were saying earlier, said her body is frozen solid. She's pronounced dead on the scene.
0: So think of like this: um, the party ended on September 9th, about 3:23, 3, yeah, 3:25 a.m. She goes into this uh walk-in freezer at about 3:35. They don't find her until 12 48 uh, or 12 o'clock or, or after midnight so we're talking about she's in in this uh freezer for a little over 20 21 hours
1: yeah I insane and insane I'm sure most of the people out there work in you know the restaurant business right work in the restaurant business and my walk-in freezer had like an emergency exit like screw thing where like Mm -hmm. if you got stuck in the freezer you would unscrew it right and it pretty much just takes off the handle so you can force it open but Mm -hmm. if i was never in the food business i don't know if i would know that i mean it says i mean it, it common sense shows that it's an emergency switch, but again,
0: right, and we're gonna talk about that in a second. And before I do, um, in terms of like walk-in freezers, uh, when we did the Browns uh, chicken massacre, remember that occurred in a walk-in freezer, oh, and that's it surprising. wasn't in the the bodies were found pretty quickly before they could be in the state that. Uh, the hypothermia, or I mean, the state of being frozen as Kanika was. But so, um, according to the Rosemont Police uh, Department in their official report, um, again, yeah, the freezer in which Kanika Jenkins uh, went to was actually a freezer within a walk in cooler. And the that door, so the door gets this it shuts automatically and latches from the inside. And the door latch cannot be twisted or turned. It can only be activated by pushing a white circular handle. So, um, in in doing the research not trying to get ahead of ourselves, you know, I've looked at that uh, surveillance video a lot of times, um, just trying to kind of like pinpoint what I think happened. And I guess of all, in looking in some theories myself, just to kind of like, you know, use a guide, but. Not really based on it, but there is this video on YouTube which kind of examines a second-by-second second account on tracing Kanika's steps, and I think uh, I think it was Gray Hughes investigates. Uh, okay. They do a really fantastic job in explaining in detail on how this walk-in freezer door works. But okay, let's imagine how dreadful it had to be for Kanika um, in her last moments, if she's trying to get out that door, if she can even see a door, let's just say for argument's sake that the lights were off, and given her very, very drunken state, she doesn't have all her bearings together, Cam, that's just a pretty fucking horrifying way to go out. And
1: if, if anything, I mean, she probably thought like, oh, somebody will come find me soon, it's fine. And was like, I'll just snap it off. It's fine. And to not know that she wasn't going to make out is what's terrifying. Yeah. And um, now that we're going into hypotheticals, because it's never exactly been determined whether or not the lights were on in this freezer. But let's say this time they were on. And Kamika at least sees the store. and and trying to turn the latch, and trying to do whatever she can, but no avail. Why then wasn't there a sign that details anyone, Mm -hmm. say if it's a staffer who got locked out, that, here, push a button to get out?
0: Or somebody knew, right?
1: And that one, I kind of, again, I guess my walk-in freezer was more of like a walk-in cooler fridge, if that makes sense. Like, it wasn't totally like an ice locker, it was like it's where we kept all of our, our meats and stuff. Um, but like you were saying, um this is my main one. Why wasn't the freezer locked to begin with? Yeah. Um if it's not in use at the time and from where the scene was that she was found, the freezer was virtually empty. So what's the point of keeping it unlocked if you're not going to use it? And that was my main thing of Um, I think that's the hotel's fault. They should have locked it and turned it and had a protocol which they did not follow through with.
0: Yep. So an autopsy uh, was performed on the same day uh, that Kanika was found. Um, One month later, the Cook County Medical Examiner revealed their findings, and they found that Kanika's death was ruled an accident caused by hypothermia, with contributing factors of alcohol and a prescription drug that um, we're all going to get in, um, that we'll get into uh, in a second. Now, attributing to the cold exposure of being in a fucking walk-in freezer for about a day, there were gastric lesions lesions that were found on her stomach, and these findings suggest that these lesions lesions developed by exposure to temperatures at which the body's response to cold stress continues or as a result of a strong response to short-term stress. So for being in a freezer, you're bound to experience hypothermia. And this is what Kanika, Kanika experienced. Now, Cam, have you seen the crime scene photos?
1: Um, not without the blur.
0: Got it. So in seeing, uh, what... From 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 first glance, someone can make the assumption that something may have been amiss, and this is where it, for people who did see it, and, and uh, a lot of people were talking about the conspiracy theories. Oh, this, you know, she must she she may have been raped, she had been assaulted or something, because um, it's it seen, and for good reason why it was blurred that uh, Kanika's blouse was open; her one of her breasts were exposed. And furthermore, when she was found, she was wearing one shoe. So, again, in this seemingly disoriented state, or, you know, one can assume, well, hey, someone was either with her, someone was trying to mess with her in a sexual manner. And this is the end result of why her clothes were like that. But when examined, Cam, there was no evidence of sexual assault, not just in the original autopsy. But a private exhumation, upon request of the Jenkins family, Jenkins uh, family performed sometime after that showed, again, no signs of sexual assault. So, think this, Cam, going back into that state of hypothermia, there surprisingly so is an explanation. In the September 1995 of the International Journal of Legal Medicine, 69 confirmed deaths due to hypothermia were studied between 1978 and 1994 and in 25 percent of those cases the description of the bodies listed that they were either partially undressed in some manner or fully naked
1: and we do have to remember too she wasn't sober when she was in here so if any of you guys have drinking heavily at a party mm-hmm. we were bouncing around talking to people hanging out with people dancing you get hot right and you get hot quick and if anyone's like me i sweat literally at the look of something
0: i i, um, I can recall
1: <laughs> yeah I, I will look at something and i'll start sweating um and then maybe the only thing i could think about why her blouse was open is maybe she started to get cold and tried to just you know, right. put her arms in her shirt so mm-hmm. she would, you know, stay warm. But and that's my only theory I have. But what? back to the hypo, uh, hypothermia right. stages. Like you were stating that the 25% of the people in these final stages of hypothermia engage in a paradoxical undressing. Because as they lose their rationality and their nerves are damaged, they pretty much feel incredibly irrationally hot. So they begin to strip off their clothes to cool themselves down as if they're freezing to death, in other words. These people are in a state of delusion, and there's a lot of times like that where you'll you'll notice people who are delirious who do crazy things like that. Right. And it kind of reminds me of the whole idea of, you know, uh, sitting in the hot tub, jumping in snow, and jumping back in the hot tub. You get this weird, numbing, hot rush, and... I can only imagine that's what it feels like. And like we were stating earlier, the only injuries found on Kanika, uh was about a half or a quarter inch abrasion on her right ankle and a c- contusion on her right leg. And as the medical examiner rules, these were superficial injuries. So these are injuries people get when they're drunk mm-hmm. and run into things or people who aren't drunk
0: right there's no blunt force trauma that's something to, to, to be that's something very important to note out like there were yeah. no beside this there were no like internal injuries there were no like um there- to determine that she was fighting with someone right. or someone was violent with her there is nothing to to uh, substantiate that any of those claims And again, it's something that because uh, a lot of people will say, well, in uh, the autopsy you know there's there's a lot of people who might say oh that shit they, they, was just, they was just covering shit up well I mean if that's the case then that private autopsy that the family performed you would think they would have found something but to the best of my knowledge there was nothing to prove that there was anything that was blood force trauma or there was any nefarious injuries
1: exactly and we should also note too that the blood alcohol content of her And it was what was found in her system was she had a blood alcohol content of 0.112.
0: So not Mm -hmm. only is
1: that well above the legal driving limit, but that also means that, um, she was pretty drunk.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, uh, it looks like she also, also that was in, there was pretty much a nerve pain medication, which was designed to treat seizures. And additionally, it can also prevent migraine headaches Now, how did this get into Kanika's system for sure? It seems that no one exactly knows, or nobody's really willing to say. In the police investigation, it was revealed by partygoers that drugs were around and partaken at the party. And according to the police report and the source told the Chicago Tribune, while Kanika was drinking Hennessy, she did not smoke marijuana or take drugs, yet she did have drugs in her system. Well, not drugs, but a drug.
0: Yeah, I think it was Topo Yeah, top, topiramate, like
1: top, that. Top, top, yeah, topiramate. It, yeah. Yeah, which isn't. I guess I wouldn't expect that drug at a party, so it mm-hmm. almost made me think that maybe she does get bad migraines or she has seizures. Um. But um, what we were stating earlier is that when friends and family found out about the uh topiramate. They were pretty much stumped and the police were never really able to fully explain that why this drug was partaken. And this led to belief by some people that maybe she's perhaps drugged and that's another factor too we should look into. It's important to note though that toperamate is not generally known as a party drug, like from personal experience, I can I can't attest to that. Um, that toperamate is not I don't think it is. Like you're right. Like, like I was saying, yeah, this is I can't something like
0: that from somebody who uh, tried party drugs. Like maybe it's if it not, was, it's not. It's not something like again. If you'll see in terms of like Molly or I never tried a coke or anything like that. Like that's something that you will like, see out there, or even Danny, yeah, right? Even
1: Vicodin or hydrocodone or you know things like that. You would see more than this hmm Um, and I know people who have seizures need their medicine to prevent it. So I wouldn't be giving it away, you know, willingly. Yep. And um, but maybe, you know, let's hypothetically speak that maybe Kanika mixed her drink or it was spiked and somebody mistaken this topor mate as, you know, Molly or like we are stating. Um, but again, this could kind have of attributed to, to, to Kanika being more disoriented than just alcohol by herself. And I think in doing the research in the story, it really boils, boils down to just based different conclusions that law enforcement, the Jenkins family, and social media gets to. Right. And we do have some pretty interesting theories on who or what was to blame for this tragedy.
0: So what causes this story to come become viral, in my eyes, really, is this Facebook live video of Irene Roberts that we kind of alluded to uh, uh, some minutes uh, ago. Um, Irene was described as a friend of Kanika, and you know this was her. It was her birthday party. In fact, again, this video was in the hotel room. Now this video, which was broadcasted at one thirty-six a.m. Which was roughly two hours or so before Kanika goes into the walk-in freezer, consoles Irene, who is wearing mirrored sunglasses, talking to the camera. Uh, and that fact is significant in the sense that Kanika appears to be reflected from those glasses. And this is where some people, parts of this video, to a lot again, leave significant clues. At some point in the video, you'll hear someone say two hundred dollars. Um, there was issues that some people stated that Kanika was being set up for $200 or she was the victim of an organ Harvest if you can fucking believe that and that she I'm was worth organs then. Mm-hmm, that she was worth $200 simply put I mean there was a lot of just crazy conspiracy theories that about this case wow. and this has got it got really fucking nonsensical, but that that one the Harvest and like people were just actually just like, yeah, this is what happened. Like, what the fuck? Wow, um,
1: that's that's an array of uh, ideas.
0: Right. So the only public video that I've seen of Irene dressing addressing this video in question was an inter um, uh, interview that with the late YouTuber and reporter Zach Stoner, known as Zach TV. And sidebar, I mean, his stuff in and of itself is something that uh, we got to cover down the road, uh, down the line. I'm uh, that episode thinking down the road, maybe, maybe so. But anyway, this interview with Zach TV, Irene stated that the $200 was the money for a ticket for a lost, par- uh, lost parking lot ticket. So at the 308 mark of this Facebook live video, some viewers claim to hear Kanika whimper out help me. Meanwhile, other viewers claim to hear someone saying something to the effect that Kanika is being sexually assaulted. Oh, they're raping her. Whatever whether this is from physical or sexual in nature is ambiguous for reasons that we'll get to in just a bit, but at after that 308 mark, Irene starts playing music immediately. And again, this is some people saying that the music was being strategically played out To drown Kanika's cries. Hell, this video others claim was to establish an alibi for Irene and her friends who were included in the tail end dancing and turning up. I mean, this video... It's like this video took on a life of its own, Cam. Like, you do not... I cannot convey to you... Like, again, when this was blowing up, you saw... This fucking video, every people making memes of the video, just clowning Irene with the glasses. I mean, it was just man, it was everywhere.
1: Honestly, sounds like the people from Don't Fuck With Cats they just took it and ran, and they're gonna figure out in the end what happened. Yeah, like you're saying with the video, it, it didn't just get attention, it got millions and millions of shares, and or it was. I'm sorry, millions and millions of views. And it was shared almost 100,000 times. And it drew nearly thirty to 40,000 comments. And like you are stating, this was a very distinct video. And it, you couldn't escape it. It was everywhere. It was on Facebook. It was on Instagram. It was on Twitter. It was on Snapchat. Literally, everyone was talking about it. And pretty much about this case in general. And I mean these friends of Kanika who are implicated by the police or not the police, the public opinion is having some capability that they got, they got it rough. I mean, they got death threats. They got jokes about physical appearances. They got harassed the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that if one of them had their social media, not in private to this day, that, they're asking for pretty much to play Russian roulette with a full clip.
0: Yeah. Um, I just want to get in these conspiracies even more like, like what, what, what do you make of them? Like, I, I mean, I keep going back to the, the Oregon harvesting. Like again, now, now, now we have to preface this, that, you know, human trafficking, that's a real fucking thing. Like in, 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 in the black market, that is that's that's nothing to joke about. That's that shit happens, but and
1: very yeah
0: yeah. But I mean, Jesus H Christ, you have a death. That's because he was found in the freezer. Oh, that there, there was one thing. Like, oh, her friends were harvesting the bodies, making for it to get cold. Come on,
1: what type of kids that are nineteen and twenty who I still consider kids? Yeah, have the mindset and were raised. Mm-hmm. organs and bodies like we don't live in a third country or a country that's so advanced that they have technology that we've never seen or heard of that they need organs so Mm i don't know how that i don't know how that
0: right and i think um um when i was doing some more research uh there was the uh mtv documentary that was covering this And, um, they had interviewed Zach TV before he passed away. And he said simply, I mean, this is Chicago, like, you know, or these people from, like, if you have a problem, like, they can just simply shoot a person. They can do all these, beat somebody up to death. They're not gonna do, like, this whole elaborate thing to just find him in a freezer like it's a fucking Perry Mason episode, like
1: gonna shoot them and drive them over to gary and, Anna right. and you'll never find them again right
0: like this is especially when we talk about and again this is the summer uh, this is summertime this is generally and
1: honestly, if it happened back in the 1950s 1940s whatever i could see that but this is the 21st century right this was three years ago so mm-hmm. this is a Really, right, really but I mean, again,
0: this is this is the summertime in the city. Uh, this is where a lot, you know, a lot of the street crime really ticks up, and you'll see, you know, nights especially, and this happened over the weekend. This would be, a, you know, this is something where you'll see in the news, so and so people got shot, 40, 50 people. So I mean, again, it's it. it but that said, you have a death uh, that is just in this day and age, from the environment we're from. It's bizarre. It's baffling. Simply put, who the fuck is found frozen to death in a freezer? Off that alone, Cam, many people, they're rightly emboldened to believe, and we saw it on the comments, that, you know, there is more than meets the eye because, again, that's something that you do not ever see. But th- And then you throw in the circumstantial elements, the drinking, potential shady friends, was she assaulted? Was she did she know something? And that was another uh, conspiracy. Oh, she knew something about. Uh, it's it just a, about so, an incident that occurred. <laughs> and and that like me. again, sure. there you have these circumstantial uh, aspects of it, and you know there you you you. And then it, what it what it it boils down to is you have people you know who are very intrigued by the case that you know they want to get to the bottom of this. You then have clout chasers who just muddy the waters, and they want to profit in some way from this tragedy, and just say the most clickbaity shit and manageable. And again, just going back, I'm gonna have to go back to this Oregon harvesting thing, and we're in the age of make when when the age of belief half of what you see and nothing you hear like fuck
1: people, With the age of
0: um yes people think everybody has a thought right everybody people has people think it. that uh Kobe Bryant uh in the tragic you know the uh, helicopter crash people think that he That's was the, a sad. people think that LeBron set this man up as a blood sacrifice to Illuminati there are... I there's people out there who believe that i'm pretty sure you'll find a video you just type in kobe illuminati and you're gonna find shit this is just the environment that we are in
1: it's it's very displeasing and i right. find it very distressing. i know people want to find out the answer people want to know mm-hmm. what happened but but you have to also understand too that this is somebody's daughter the families yep. need a mourn.
0: And I was, and I admittedly, when, when I first read, you know, when I first saw the, the, the posts and when I first saw the, first saw the story, it was just like, you know, Hey, maybe, you know, something is, something is up. Uh, when they did, um, when the, uh, when Kanika Jenkins' mother had called the, uh, she originally called. The and again, we're gonna not to get ahead of ourselves, but when she called the hotel, and again, the hotel was coming off really shady, and, and like you know, you have that element, and then you just again, you have the friends. Maybe I thought, okay, maybe there is something more to this, but then when we did the research, and then with the autopsy, and then the video was I mean, for me, that smoking gun, it goes to tr- it's, it's to the point that it's the truth is perhaps looking us in the eye. This
1: whole and time. I, 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 I understand why the hotel is right. actually Because they're going to lose, the if not the business, a whole lot of money because somebody died in your freezer. Yeah. You could have avoided that, but you didn't lock it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not a common thing that we see. And, of course, they're going to lie. Well, of course you want to make your business always look good and you never want to be at hotels in the center light for probably ever yeah and like you were saying um just in general this case got national attention and what was fascinating in this sense let's be honest is we don't normally see situations like this where a woman of color goes missing and then and Turns Up Dead in Viola, it's on CNN, Nancy Disgrace. Everybody's talking about it worldwide. And it's the old idiom of missing white women's syndrome, according to Nancy Disgrace. <laughs> and I hate Nancy. Um, but what she says, it's pretty much the belief that if you're missing, you happen to be white, media will tend to devote an unbelievable big amount of coverage, as opposed to if you were um, one of the Hispanic race or Asian or black. And so we take the instance of the Jamie Closs as um, a story that we've actually done. And you guys can actually find that on the archives on our Facebook page, along with Stitcher and Apple iTunes and all that. Um, but anyways, with Jamie, when she was kidnapped, it got national headlines immediately. And for weeks, let's say months, yeah, hell, our guest, everybody was on the case. hmm
0: like, she, uh, um, our guest, like I said, the guest, uh, our, uh, our guest who was on the episode with us, like, I remember she was on, um, she was on one of the CNN, uh, CNN headline news, I think, uh, you know, talking yeah. about this case, like, it was just a microcosm of how much coverage was devoted. I mean, rightfully so, because, again, her, this is just a case of a
1: teen... Everybody.
0: Whose no. parents were killed, and she goes missing, and you know, thankfully she was recovered. But
1: people went above and beyond, yeah. and it's like how people are, you know, with Amber Alerts and kids being kidnapped. You know, immediately something happens. You know, immediately people step into action, and that's pretty much what happened with, um, you know, with Kanika. And there's right. a couple other stories that we had was right. um, that. Around the same time of Jamie's disappearance, there was another disappearance of an African-American teenager. Um, is it Jolie Mo- Yeah,
0: Jolie Mosa.
1: And she went missing after leaving her home in Fairfax County, Virginia. And when her family reported her missing, the local law enforcement actually pigeonholed Mosa as a runaway. They didn't even really start to investigate her disappearance until a few days after. And if anybody knows anything about their disappearances... The first couple hours are the most important. Yep. And by this time, there was it was way past the forty-eight hour window to solve it, or any chances of her to be alive. And less than a mile from her excuse me, and less than a mile from her home. Weeks later, she was found.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was from um, I think her ex was uh, later found her ex boyfriend kidnapped her killed her
1: it like would have been found
0: quickly uh-huh. if law enforcement got involved. Yeah, so tying this all back into Kanika Jenkins, um, she was reported missing at seven fifteen AM by her mother, Teresa Martin. That we did uh note that earlier in the story. Now where we're gonna play is the um the original um the the nine one one dispatch that uh Teresa Martin uh placed to uh, to nine one one. Um, so here we go.
1: Nine one one. we the address of your emergency? Yes, I'm at the Crown uh, Crown Plaza at O'Hare Airport, and i was calling because my daughter came to this uh, to a party here last night, a gathering with her friends, and um, now her friends they said that they left her on the front of the hotel, and she's not able to be found now. She's 19 years old. So, so what? What would you suggest? Well, again, again, the, the only thing I would suggest maybe just um, you know, g- give her a couple hours. You know, she could have went, you know, she could have went somewhere with one of her other friends. I mean, and who knows what her friends are saying is true. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, you, they, you. could tell a not to be saying, You could tell it don't sound right. I'm a parent. I've been young before. And it's not sounding right. It don't sound right, period. That's why I came out here myself. So when do you, how long does it take for me to file a missing person report? Well, you can you can file it any, at, at, uh, at any time. It just, uh, like I said, you know, just you know, just give it a little bit of time. You know, if if you hadn't heard from her by, I want to say, about ten eleven o'clock, then by all means, you know, give us a call again. You can come to the station, and uh, we can help you out from there. Okay, thank you. I'll right. do that. Okay, thank you okay. so much, okay? Okay. No, you're very welcome. Have a good day.
0: So, um, as you... Honestly, so what do you I
1: would never have left my friend if, I, if we were driving her parents through because my mom would not be happy if they came home with her car and not me. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, and I just feel like, and I know there's some type of guideline where you have to be missing for a certain amount of time for it to be considered like an issue. But like, she's she's she said it. She's a mother. This isn't normal right. for her kid. I know he's probably trying to be like the positive of this all and be like it's mm-hmm. fine. But like, I just felt like
0: yeah. So was
1: uh, so they acted faster. She might have been alive.
0: Yeah. And again, the um it it isn't until cuz that call was placed uh 7:15 a.m. It's not until 1 p.m. that you know she calls again, "Hey, we can't, you know, we can't find Kanika." So then, police finally enters her into the law enforcement agency data system or leads as a missing person, and they begin searching the hotel. Now, we said in the beginning, you know, and we said earlier on the episode that they left because they didn't find anything, but they said, "Hey, if uh, if you if you get any more information, please contact us." And again, they don't come back there till eight p.m., and it's only because. An, uh, a hotel employee reports that the Jenkins family are knocking on doors looking for her. Now think about this, Cam. Um, the hotel is not mad not because someone went, went missing at their hotel, and their loved ones are doing whatever they can to locate them.
1: Exactly, now, and once again, that's I bet you that's why the hotel acted sketchy. Not only did they were they disrespectful to a family of a missing child that was pretty much killed in their hotel. Right. They're still trying to uphold this reputation that they're this high-end hotel and you're interrupting our guest. and how are we going to look if you're going to each doors and blah, 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 blah. But honestly, I would have done the same thing and I probably would have done it earlier. I probably would have been there at seven, 16 AM.
0: Yeah. And I think it's that again. And I, um, if there is any justification from the hotel, they may say, "Well, we don't want it to to enter. You know, it's drumming up people who, you know, their business or whatnot." But that said, it's that perceived insens- insensitivity by the hotel, and to some extent, that, that from the dispatcher being, you know, nonchalant, uh, it, it's basically it's stoking that fire to people who think. Had this been uh, a white woman who'd been missing in this same timeline, the same time frame, you know, a lot of people would say the hotel would have burned that. They would burn down in searching for this person. Police would have maybe been a little more proactive in investigating from the onset. Who knows? What? What say you?
1: And and again, it all you know. In this case, it all relates back to you know. If this is a girl that's never gone out before, that hides behind a book, stays in the library, doesn't socialize, and this happened, it'd be a little different than someone who goes out all the time and parties and socializes and drinks underage. Like, my sister and I, were twins and we're complete opposites, you know? She's a homebody. I like to go out.
0: Well, you're a homebody you know? now. I don't hear
1: that. Yeah, I'm a homebody now, but, you know, at the time when I went out all the time, oh, if I went out. out didn't talk to my parents for a day or two, they would be like... You hung over, you good. If my sister didn't talk to them for a day or two, they'd be like, Oh my God, where mm-hmm. is she? What's going on? Is she okay? Right. So I guess it's just it's just you know, it all depends on, you know, how that person's lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. Which is again unfortunate because there's a lot of times that people who have risky lifestyles end up, you know, in this situation where they are murdered or killed or things like that and everything just needs to be taken the same you know this person's missing we need to find this person um immediately not waiting yeah but anyways within days of kanika's death you see conclave trying to get down to the bottom of what happened to her because given the circumstantial findings at this time that We've discussed the things leading to her death with the live video, namely, and social media conspiracies and how quickly that blew up. It all results in something you pretty much see out of investigation discovery yep. or unsnapped.
0: Yep, yep, or snatched, yeah. But um, yep. in 2018, the family of Kanika Jenkins filed a $50 million lawsuit against the Crown Plaza who uh, allegedly knew that the party filled with underage drinkers was going on and failed to monitor to shut down that party. Um, in addition, uh, Capital Security Investigations, who was employed by Crown Plaza and was criticized for not adequate, adequately investigating the area when Kanika went missing, and the Murray Brothers Caddyshack Restaurant, which was renting the space in which uh, Kanika Jenkins was found, was also named in the lawsuit. Um, the lawsuit additionally claimed that padlocks that could have prevented Kanika from going into the freezer were present, but was not locked, and to that end, the suit requested that the defendants did not destroy any evidence in the case. Now, since, um, we're in 2020 right now, and I look everywhere about, um, any updates to, uh, um, to this, uh, lawsuit, uh, wrongful death lawsuit, and I haven't seen anything, you know... That's come about. So is it one of those things that is just dredged up in, in 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 litigation hell?
1: money, and if you just be quiet, or I mean, I do agree. I do think the hotel should be sued. Right. um You know, I do think they kind of put their reputation first, and I do think that they did not follow the proper steps and mm-hmm. just shutting down the kitchen. I do believe that, and I do believe too that. You know, the party should have been shut down multiple yeah. times. Again, most hotel parties that I've attended, um, probably more of the ones that I was, when I was younger in my teenage years, mm-hmm. got shut down. They yeah. got shut down. You know, they didn't last till 325, 330 in the no. morning. Um, like this and,
0: went and, on, like I said, which we went on because they didn't um, enter, uh, Kanika and her friends didn't enter the hotel until about a little you know, after dawn, about 12-ish 1. So, like, yeah, they were there for a few good hours. And, again, they – it the, the party ended on its own accord. It wasn't ended by police saying, hey, you guys, we've heard some, you know, disturbing the peace or anything like that.
1: And, and, and too, again, it's one of those things where it's in Rosemont. A lot of things happen in Rosemont. For all we know, there could have been a bigger party yep. on the second floor and – so there's a lot of factors, again, that play into it, but I do think that the hotel should have had better precautions, mm-hmm. should have addressed the family better. Yeah. I think the hotel should have locked up behind themselves, um, things like that. So there's a lot of things that I think they did wrong that could have prevented Kanika from, you know, dying or somebody killing her. Mm-hmm. So I do think they should be
0: sued. Right. And, and, but that said, and and this boils down to the sixty four thousand dollar question, do you think that uh Kanika Jenkins was murdered or was this an accident? And based on everything what we've covered, based on the evidence, based on the evidence, based on um the autopsy and, and all the research, this just looks like an accident to me. I mean it's I, not the most
1: I agree with you. It's, I,
0: I don't, it's not the most popular of things to say, and especially when we again we talked when we talk to, when we've seen so much, and this is even and it's it's happened three years ago, but this is still fresh in a lot of people's mind, and this is very very uh, a hot button issue, you know, when when you know perpetrated or when when talked about again, a lot of people, you know, they have every right entitled to opinion to to believe that. There is something more than what was found, but I mean, it's one of those things, like I said a few minutes earlier, that sometimes the truth is just looking us in the face and it doesn't. Uh, why believe the truth if maybe the lie is more entertaining, maybe, uh, of a deal? But you see. And the we, fa-
1: could wrong, we could, we be, wrong. Yeah, and, we could be wrong. We could and, be wrong. Yeah, we could be wrong. We could be wrong. years, new evidence could come out that right. she really was murdered, but.
0: But but to well, me, so- to me, and the big the, the the big contention point is the autopsy, the autopsy and the surveillance video, and how everything is lined up, how she was walking into
1: the right,
0: <laughs> right, and there are some video there are some videos on YouTube. Uh, from the conspiracy theorists that said, "Oh, because uh, there was at, around that same time, about minutes after Kanika's friends are looking, they're they're seen on surveillance looking for her, and there's all oh, oh uh, one such friend was, you know, they 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 were they knew they they put her there. You can't find like it's just it gets discombobulated, but again, that said, I I I think it, it's 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 right there for us to see. She goes into this corner into." the walk-in freezer she's very drunk and it's obvious right we see when she hits her head she when she hits her knee into that railing we see where that contusion is placed and the only uh abrasion or cut or 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 trauma if you will that is on her body we don't see again i'm have to go back to that we don't see blunt force trauma. We don't see uh, she was stabbed or she was shot or something internal. Now, again, that, that the drug. Now, maybe somebody had spiked it. And, again, that kind of speaks to something else. Like perhaps somebody was on some shit or maybe again, she wasn't somebody who uh, mixed drinks or whatnot. Maybe somebody thought that was Molly. Or yeah, because she you get, get drunk. But I mean, when you when you're in that state of and again, maybe the lights are off and she's in this freezer and in this cold as fuck. And I mean, you're in that stages of, del- of delirium and hypothermia. I just think that's what happened. It's it was a tragic accident. I don't see murder. I, I really don't I, see murder. And again, like you said, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, yeah. but based on what I saw, it's just pretty it'd be pretty hard to convince me otherwise.
1: And and I, I agree with you. I do find it the whole drug, I do find it maybe somebody did try to drug her. Yeah. But and and that is illegal and that whoever did that, if she did not take that willingly and someone tried to slip that in her drink, whoever did that can go fuck themselves. And exactly. Oh. I and I do think that probably contributed to to the weird way she acted, or she uh, found, you know, with her shirt off. Because I don't know what that drug does. Mm-hmm.
0: But no, I, I just know. think with the shirt off, again, when 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 you they have the the stuff about like the paradoxical undressing when you're in that 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 crazy state when in, in hypothermia, like a twenty five percent of people in that study had shown that they were either partially clothed or naked. And she's in there, Kim, she's in there for almost a day in yes. those frigid conditions. Who knows in those final states in, and when you're in that stress, that, that severe stress, you're just, it's, it, it reminds me of the Simpson. Remember that Simpsons episode, uh, the, the tree house and horror, when Homer, when it was pretty much a Shining, and before he's frozen he gets to get fucking delir- the madness, I can only, you know, fathom like, this is in that state of like, I'm feeling hotter, I gotta take off my clothes. It's like, you don't, she doesn't have any, you know, sensibilities about herself. And then when you add in the fact that she's drunk, and
1: she, oh, yeah.
0: it's just, you know, it's a, just a tragic uh, list of errors. in my mind.
1: An event. Yep. It just is honestly a tragic series, and I agree with you. I really think it is just a series of unfortunate events. She was in the wrong place at the long time and unfortunately it you know mm-hmm. was a bad result for her. Yeah. But and um, I do feel bad for yeah,
0: the family. but I mean, like I said, when we do post this, you know, if you guys, hopefully, you guys listen to it, and again, you guys are gonna, I'm, I'm more than obvious, you guys, whoever listens to this, you're going to have different uh, reasonings, and you're gonna have different, you know, uh, observations and conclusions, and by means, f- feel free to, 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 you know, share that, but again, it's just based on the, conc- based on the autopsy. And based on what hypothermia does to people,
1: it's... Into the body. Into and- the body.
0: And in fact, going back, there's no sexual assault uh, evidence. There's no blunt force trauma aside from that drug found against Campset, said. And that's kind of this... It, it looks down upon the people who did do it and maybe the... Friend, and again, friends friends really look off good in my mind in, in terms of the shady stuff. But again, I don't think that she was killed in... You would be hard. I'd be hard-pressed to change my mind. It's that simple.
1: And two, why would Irene want to kill her on her birthday, on Irene's birthday? Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, I understand shitty friends and shady friends, but, like, when it's my motherfucking birthday, it's all about me. Yeah. And, you know, again, again, if she didn't take that drug willingly, like, fuck those people. Those people deserve uh-huh. to get right. in trouble but I do agree yeah.
0: and I mean the thing is like the, the the Facebook before you know my final point that Facebook live video the, the one that the I the infamous one um you know all this stuff happening and 20 minutes later 20 30 minutes later Kanika's on snapchat doing a selfie uh, and then minutes after that she's turning up in, in the middle of this party as if she doesn't have a care in the world so I mean it's just one of those things is that I, I don't I don't I to see it again as an accident, but that's the uh, the tragic, you know, story of Kanika Jenkins. Um, a lot of more and a lot of people has more questions than there are answers. And again, you guys, you'll there's the comment section. Um, when we do post this, uh, we let, huh?
1: let the like let us know what you guys think and why you guys think that way.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, we will be back sooner rather than later. Um, you know, again, a lot of uh, life stuff that gets in the way. You know, when we do in terms of trying to come down and prepare for doing these episodes, but we're gonna try to be more ardent in that. Um, we will plan to be back next week, hopefully so. If all, if all uh, signs come together on that, for sure. I, have, I hope got Cam on that. But um, you can find us. Uh, we can find Cam on Facebook through cam e period Ren. um you can find her on ig on barbo ho if you french people br well fuck i'm not gonna spell it but you can find her on barbo ho and you can find her on the twitter on i like stuff 630 i said that right yep i got it right yeah
1: so, you can find Birdman on Facebook at Birdman Iceberg. Um, if you do type in Alex Camp, you will find his old
0: Facebook, though. Man, that's um, my burner account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. burner account. Oh,
1: my be, yes. my view. Um, So, don't get that confused. You, you want to see Birdman. No, um, no.
0: I think I, I haven't used that in like four or five years. But, but like, yeah. I don't know why I had that. I, was, I haven't used that since high school. Now, I think about it. Long than four or um, five years. But, yeah.
1: On the Insta though, your Birdman for America 2020, which mm-hmm. I'll vote you do.
0: No, nigga, you are my running mate?
1: I oh yes, Hi. Oh, we're gonna take this shit by storm. Yeah, I
0: need the so, white vote. That's why I have you.
1: Sorry for all the vulgarity, you, you did everybody.
0: Good. You do good with moderates, so. Sort
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure of, um, and then also too, you can find him on Z Twitter for Birdman for America at Birdman for America. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can find us on the group uh Killinoy with Bird and Cam on Facebook. Uh you can find us on IG uh Killinoy podcast. Um we have our SoundCloud uh Killinois Bird and Cam. You can find us on I iTunes. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We'll be pretty soon we'll get on Spotify and Pandora.
1: Yes um, I'm excited guys.
0: So uh, we will be back again next week hopefully if not we'll be back sooner rather than later. Um, for Cam, this is Bird signing out. This is Killinoy. Be there or be killed, bitches. <laughs>